Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Wednesday, September 20th. U.S. equity futures are up modestly about 10 to 15 basis points across the board. So five and a half S&P points, 37 Dow points, and about 20 NASDAQ points. Europe is trading better. You have the major indices there up about 50 to 60 basis points, reaching outperformance in autos, tech, banks, Real estate, healthcare, and telecom. Uh, energy stocks are getting hit hard, down about 1.4%. You're seeing underperformance also in basic resources and chemicals. Um, energy is responding to oil, which is down about um, a percent plus today. So crude is off about $3 from its intraday high yesterday. Um, you know, still obviously has had a very strong run over the last couple of weeks, but it is getting hit this morning. And then Asia was a sea of red. You had the Nikkei fall 66 basis points. The Hang Seng fell about 60 basis points. Shanghai Comp dropped about 50 basis points. Um, Relatively slow this morning. Obviously, most people are just waiting for the Fed, but a few items to note. So the UK CPI came out today, um, fell short by a very wide margin on the core number. Um, so on a headline, on an absolute basis, it's still pretty hot, but um, you know, very notif- noticeable shortfall in UK, on the UK CPI, which is obviously positive from the perspective of stocks. You have UK um, UK sovereign debt is rallying. Um, that is, uh, you know, so this is definitely bullish after the hot Canadian CPI number that we got yesterday morning. Um, and then you also had Ford reach an agreement with its Canadian union overnight. Um, you know, so it was looking at another strike. So that would, it would have been dealing with two strikes in the U S and in Canada, but it wound up striking a deal with its Canadian union, which is positive. Um, as far as the UAW is concerned, you know, media reports suggest that the two sides are so far apart. Um, UAW has threatened to escalate the strike on Friday if progress is not achieved in the coming days. We'll have to kind of see if, if, uh, anything happens on that front, but, um, you know, they did manage to uh, resolve the dispute in Canada. Other than those two items, it's pretty quiet overnight and this morning, not a lot of other major news. Um, you know, we're still kind of seeing what happens in Washington with regards to a shutdown. Um, you know, again, I think markets are not worrying too much about this for the time being. Um, you know, most people assume there will be a last minute deal reached. And even if there is not a deal, again, the the word shutdown is some of a misnomer. Large parts of the government will stay open. Um, usually these things do not last very long. They wind up getting resolved in a matter of weeks. So there's not a terrible amount of anxiety about the shutdown, but um, you know that it still seems relatively chaotic within the Republican caucus in the House. Um, the Fed is coming up in a few hours. I put out a preview note yesterday. Um, you know, just thinking why I think relative to the present market setup, current sentiment, it's going to come off as sounding dovish. Um, you know, again, ending rate hikes is not the same as ending tightening, but it still is progress as far as, um, you know, moving into a more dovish phase of, of policy. Um, so that's obviously going to be the, the main highlight coming away from this decision is kind of the Fed funds rate is at its ceiling. The door won't be closed completely to future hikes, um, but I definitely think the conversation is shifting towards the length of the ceiling versus its height. Um, you know, the market has already priced in the kind of the higher for longer, so Powell will emphasize that message today, but you've seen the 2024 funds rate now move up above 4.6%. 
that is in alignment with the last dot plot. We know that the 2024 dot, or we widely expect the 2024 dot will go up today by about 20 basis points. Um, but the market's already repriced pretty substantially. So there won't be as much of kind of a hawkish shock um, in response to that higher 2024 dot. There's Justifiably, a lot of concern around the inflation outlook, given what's happened with energy prices. But I think if core inflation forecasts today stay unchanged, that's going to be received well. So there's going to make a distinction between headline inflation, which is very sensitive to energy, and then the core numbers, which are not as sensitive. And if the core inflation forecasts stay unchanged in the um, you know the updated supplemental that we'll get, then that will be um, that will be encouraging. And then there's just a number of growth headwinds, which I think Powell will acknowledge. So, you know, again, the lagged effect of tightening, student loans, shutdown risk, labor strikes, um, you know, the, the cooling that you've been seeing in, in labor markets in terms of job creation and wage growth. Um, all those factors, I think, will be acknowledged by Powell, um, it, which would have kind of a, a dovish connotation to it. And then there's also kind of the real rate dilemma facing the Fed, whereby if they want to maintain a steady degree of policy tightening going forward, they're going to have to eventually start to move the funds rate lower um, to match the uh, the deceleration in inflation. Uh, and that's something that some some Fed officials have acknowledged um, and is something Powell will probably be talk, will be asked about today during the Q&A. Um, so those again, I have more details on my Fed thoughts up on the website, so definitely take a look at it. Uh, in addition to the Fed, you have uh, General Mills earnings before the open, and then you have FedEx earnings after the close. Otherwise, there are not many major events on the calendar. Um, and that is pretty much everything for today, Wednesday, September 20th. Thank you for listening.